Hey, best friend. Hey, best friend. How are you feeling this morning? I'm feeling good as usual. A little, I'm not sore. I've been working out hard this week. Um, and then we went skating yesterday. So I feel good, but definitely still tired. <laughs> no, I'm tired, but my body is sore. But the skating helps it out in a way yesterday, in a way. Yes, you got a lot of confidence yeah. on your skates. I think you're checking I your skates out. Mm-hmm. actually yeah when we were walking in when I was walking in um this little girl was like daddy I want those I was like oh thank you <laughs> they, they, really they are cute yeah they're really cute we had a good time um I'm feeling good this morning I got woke up like oh my god I'm so tired um <laughs> but other than that I think it's been a great week. I've been definitely trying to have a change of attitude. So, mm-hmm. I know, so my, week, my week was great. Um, this weekend was great. We had a good time. I think we had a really good time. It was me. It was definitely a memorable weekend. Yeah, for sure. Yes, um, yes. So, so what, what, what has been striking you this week that we could discuss? Ooh. Open discussion. So I I would say the most pivotal thing that I've seen worth c- conversing about today um, is one of my favorite podcasts that I love to watch, um, I Am Athlete. So if you haven't watched it before, I'm going to tell you why. First of all, um, Brendan Marshall is like a weird type of fine to me. Like mm. he has like a certain bone structure and he just fine. Um, mm. and he has really good skin. <laughs> um, so that I love Ultra Cinco anyway because he's like a fool, but he's still very honest, and I appreciate that. And then the other two guys I'm not very familiar with outside of the show. Um, but I've grown to like appreciate Fred, and I cannot think of the other guy's name right now, but Red, Fred, and Red, light skin, and the other one. For the people who've watched the show now they have like a very good dynamic to me um from which everybody's um perspective and then also i love being able to see black or african descent men converse in a way where it's not all the extra hoopla and it's talking about real deal things that matter in our community and so it's a beautiful thing you get to see them interact with their wives and how they you know our fathers and just give you that viewpoint so I love their show if you haven't seen it watch it so there's a clip going around that is um, from one of their most recent episodes when they're talking about how we, um, how they feel as though, even though they have support systems, when African descent men are going through things, they don't necessarily feel as though they can go to those support systems and talk about whatever they may be feeling without having to be viewed as, you know, not being a man, you know what I mean? Or how to really go to their homeboy and like, you know, cry it out or whatever, how they Mm. don't know how to properly express. Mm. and um so I watched the clip and I just started to think about you know just how we go into that so he he did the example that he has twins one boy one girl um and he said you know 
they're they're outside riding bikes or whatever and they both fall we run to the daughter baby are you okay we got you we love you kiss it rub it you know you're so strong you're so this you know we just automatically start pouring into them and then you leave the the son the little boy and like all right dude get up you good da, 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 da. and it's like okay that's okay sometimes but but sometimes you need to also point to that your young boys that you know they're okay they're strong they're loved you know they're all of these things as well of course you feel that way about your children but we have to be conscious and remember to implement this into them as well instead of teaching them you know not instead of but in addition to teaching them that you have to be strong teach them it's okay to be heard it's okay to feel what you're feeling so I thought that that was important I think first of all I need to start watching that I like Ocho Cinco mm-hmm. I I'm glad that he has something like that um especially me I'd be feeling like you know a certain woman was trying to tarnish his shit whether you know mm. yeah you know that whole situation yeah yeah so I'm happy to see that he has something and people can look at him at a different light just to start there and then um to second what you were saying about the whole aspect of kind of taking that time and allowing your son to um be expressive to be able to communicate and things of that nature I could understand that as well right now I'm kind of in a split place I understand it and yes this is what needs to be done for for men to be balanced for them to be able to express themselves because a lot of the times when you can't express yourself that creates other issues like you know mental illnesses and things of that nature but me having a son because we are Afro-descent people, it makes it a little bit more difficult to provide that something that is needed because unfortunately, and it's sad to say, we don't have that same um, privilege like Mm -hmm. our counterparts. So it's kind of like you have to prepare your male son to you may go through things. You may go through at a point somebody because of their skin feel that they're superior of you and make you feel less. You may have to work harder. So at a younger age, I'm already going to prepare you for that so that you could have tough skin so these things won't affect you this, this type of way. Um, mm-hmm. So it puts me in a position of being conflicted, if that makes sense. I think yeah, it's a balance as we always, it's a balance like we always talk about it. Everything is a balance. There is a balance. And I think with beginning to learn a journey of knowing yourself, it will allow you to be a better parent um, Mm -hmm. because then you'll be more conscious of certain ways that you speak to your child and certain ways that you communicate. I know that that's what that's done for me. Like in the beginning, I used to, you know, I was myself. I was young me. So my ass was like, sit your ass, sit the fuck down what the fuck is you doing like that was my initial response and as learning I've learned to kind of like you know hey what's going on let's talk about it where in that did that make sense to you for you to do that if I just Mm -hmm. asked you to do this so that is my way of 
allowing my son to be expressive. But all the other shit, yeah, I'm still sticking with that. Because I can't, I haven't found a way to still have him create that ego in a sense. Because he has to create an ego at some point. Now, he shouldn't be too egotistic. Again, it's a balance. But he needs to have that exterior as his as his skin color. It's just the reality of so, it. Right. Okay. So I feel like, you know, yes, let's take it outside of the race thing for a moment. If we're strictly just in our own space for a moment and we are looking at, let's say the example that he gave where you have two children, siblings, same age, same situation, same time. At that particular moment, as as a parent, are you honestly thinking about how I respond to this right now is how my son is going to have to, what he's going to have to worry about in the world? Or can you literally just take a moment to allow, to be in that moment with your child? I feel as though, and, and let's not, outside of just parenting, with each other, sometimes all the time in my opinion it's important that we try to stay conscious of being experiencing things in our lives in the moment so that we can get the full understanding of that moment because it's going to be gone in a second you understand what I'm saying what I mean by that is if I have two children girl boy they fall okay the girl get up we're going to check on you on whichever child is not hurt it's bad or whatever in my opinion I would if they're both okay yeah we're gonna check on the little girl okay you're good get up da, 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 da. but the little boy is like okay yeah your tone can be a little bit different you may not have to be as soft but still offer him reassurance still let him know like you're good you know mommy got you daddy got you I got it's still a time where you can add something they may not sound the same way that's okay but the fact is that you do it we have some people that don't do it we have some people that you know pay attention to the female only and the little boy has to kind of like fend for himself and it's like that's you know what are you teaching your child at that moment? that is called irresponsible parenting in that's your opinion in, your in my opinion, opinion some that's... people think like okay you good get up dust yourself off but they don't do the simple thing is put their hand on the child show it's the little things that you show for comfort you understand some people don't have that they like get yourself up you good do it again and i'm i'm not tt i'm like if we out skating like when we went skating get up you good you not hurt get up but that that's me I'm going to do that to both the girl and the boy and the boy like, exactly I don't, <laughs> I don't exactly because it's a certain something you got to teach the girls too I'm not over here like yeah. oh my god are you okay like no she are right. that's not reality for you yes. as a young girl or a woman or for anybody period that's yes. not life yes so of course of course but in the aspect of you know and let's say I'm when I when I heard that when you said that I was thinking about a circumstance that was a little bit more in that essence like what you were saying in the beginning for example mm-hmm. none of them are really hurt et cetera et cetera they are right I'm gonna do that for girl or boy but I can understand the aspect of you saying to your son 
okay, you are right. Get up. You okay? Dust yourself off. You go into the girl. You saying the same thing, and she's a girl. It's too rough for her. She may be like, but I'm a little scared, you know. And that extra yeah. comfort may come in there, um, opposed opposed to my son, where I'm like, boy, you better get out here. Come on, let's go. You know, you may the the affirm the affirmative action will probably be a little different between my girl and my and my boy because the girl again is a feminine energy and the boy is a masculine energy. Um, but I'm thinking in that aspect, as far as what you were saying, it's no people at all. Again, that's what I said. With thinking with coming with learning yourself you will begin to become more conscious of the way that you speak to your child. Granted, like you said, in majority of the population, and I don't even want to say majority because that's sad, but you're right. Some people don't talk to their children like that. Some people don't provide them with that extra emotional um, constrict that needs to be provided. So I I can understand understand what you're saying when when you say that. I think that varies for the type of parent. but but yeah let me ask you this so on the bigger scale let's just outside of like little children right you have where you're you're at that stage of parenting or just whatever where you are your child is like a young adult and Mm -hmm. the lessons that you're instilling them are a little bit more realistic to what they may be dealing with in what we call the quote-unquote real world independent Mm -hmm. living Mm-hmm. And you have, you know, that girl and boy dynamic, same age. When I was thinking about this, when I saw this clip, what I took from it, and I reposted this on my social media as well. I said, you know, it's important for us, especially, I'm going to say us, our people, mm-hmm. um, whether it's a single mother, single father, two parent household, I don't care what it is. I think that our people can do a better job in teaching our young men self-worth. I think Mm. that our people can do a better job in teaching our young men how to feel, teaching them that it is okay to feel because naturally they do. But what I see is when they're young, we tell them, get your ass up, you good? you a boy because I'm a boy I can't if I fall I cannot cry if something happens to me in life I cannot cry I gotta go through what I gotta go through because I'm a man and is that and and that's just what it is I can't feel so then when those young boys turn into young men and then they have issues in relationships and they don't know how to communicate with their partner to become better partners, to become better fathers and, and whatever, better people effectively communicating in their business. We look to them and we say, well, you don't like to communicate. Tell me how you feel. What do you feel? How are you feeling? You don't have nothing to say. And it's like, we can't be upset with that because you're, that is what we have created in a sense you're right. because it's like this is what I know I know that when I when something happens to me be quiet deal with it get back up and and try to do it again or just get past this moment because that's what I've been taught to do I don't know anything else and so for me I feel like with the knowledge that our generation has and the things that we expand our learning and stuff with, 
I just hope to see a real change with that because the what we have preview to that's like in our age bracket and stuff, I don't see I and it's not to say I don't see it at all because I do see it sometimes, but I feel as though our men have a hard time expressing what they feel and it holds them back from the quote unquote potential that we see in them. You know what I mean? Because they don't know how to deal with those things and that aids to depression and just a lot of other different things. And so when I saw this clip, I'm just like, wow, it's very true. And I hope that again, that we just do different because we can, we create balance with women. In my opinion, we teach our young women, um, you know, it's okay to be hurt. It's okay to be this, but guess what? When you leave out of this house, you need to be strong. You need to be educated. You need to be understanding. You need to be, you know, multidimensional. You need to know how to wear all of these hats and balance it. There's a time and a place. Me as a woman, I know that there is a certain space where I can be vulnerable. And I know that there's a certain space where I can feel how I feel, but maybe I need to act you know, move a different way because of where I am or what the situation is. We create, we put all of these hats on women and I don't understand why society within our culture, I believe from my perspective, we don't really implement that into men. It's, and these are young boys that's gonna be head of household. And so I don't understand that. I think for it, to be honest with you in that way, I can't relate to those aspects that you're talking mm -hmm. about um, because my household was very different. I had a more so expressive dad than I did a mother. My mother had a certain way of thinking and my dad was very expressive. So I don't know. I know a male being expressive, um, but I could definitely understand what you're saying in the way that you're saying it as we are conditioning them in certain ways. But again, I think it just, it's, it goes with a knowing, a certain paying attention, because I could say for my dad, he became that due to his experiences and what he was going through and saying, wow, these things affected me this way. I wasn't able to do this. So I'm going to make sure that I talk to my children, girl mm -hmm. or boy, and ask them how they feel and get into their mind and let them express themselves without judging them and letting them be emotional and things of that nature. That was always my household. But for the ones that do lack that I could definitely understand what you're saying and with the information that we do have that is available to us with that people need to grow you have this information out here you need to take this in it's a choice do you choose it's a choice at the end of the day and to go to the other statement that you made when you said you know you hope that it's going to be a change with our um future generations it will because a lot more people are becoming a lot more conscious that's within the alignment of the planets and mm -hmm. I don't think it's too far from I think that more people are becoming more conscious more people are becoming aware of mental health and with that and you seeking therapy and you working on that and trying to you know fix these issues that you have um more people are being more conscious of that they're being more and conscious of it I agree with that. And I'm not saying that I don't know men that know how to be expressive. I do. I'm just speaking from like what I could see 
outside, outside. Yes. have conversations or even if I don't have conversations with people, just things that I see or how I see young guys react to things. And it's mm-hmm. like, what does that come from? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like that comes from a lack of something from your environment. So yeah, that was a little clip um, and something that I was intrigued to talk about. Um, what about you? Um, girl, I just been in a learning phase. I just been studying, just walking myself into, um, what I would like to see the biggest Mm -hmm. lesson that I would have said that I learned as an open discussion, um, aspect would be, um, just making decisions. Like that's been a thing for, for, for me when it, when I was making sense of it, I was listening to Bob Proctor and he was just pretty much talking about and saying a lot of the times we think we making decisions when in all actuality, you're not making decisions, your decision, you're not making a decision when you're doing something co-intingent to another thing. Oh, I will do this once I, you understand. And a lot of the times, if you make that decision, no matter what the obstacle or anything is you're you'll be able to achieve your goals and it literally just boils down to decision making and um just having a better attitude so um I think that that's that was my my open discussion that's just something that I had this week yeah that's the real thing um just walking in the light in which you're trying to be or you know being the change that you want to see if that's Mm -hmm. what I want to see for myself then I have to start moving forward like it's not going to come to me so yeah yeah yes ma'am all right is that time boo it's that time it's time to roll the dice all right and we have six and what's six? I love six. Six is such a good vibrational number. What's six? We've been getting six a lot. And six is going to be nature versus nurture. Mm. So what what do you think when you hear that? Nature so, versus nurture. It's like for me, I hear you need both. One doesn't coexist without the other, but go ahead. Right. So, okay. So for nature refers to the genetics and all the factors that are inherited. Um, And then nurture refers to the variables of the environment, things you get from the world around you after you are born. So, so like you said, they're very similar, um, but nature is something that is genetically in you and your being it's it's something you can't control and then so nature is something that's in your being like genetically something you you know you you can't control and then nurture nurture is kind of like that environmental aspects that you are exposed to that then creates a reaction it's kind of how I'm taking it that that makes sense um nature it's interesting that you say that the definition of nature because I've never I'm just gonna be honest I've never been one to look up the actual definition of nature you just know nature is nature nature outside like right this is nature look at nature you know what I'm saying so that's that's interesting that that's the definition but it's what treats me about what you said and it's not going 
back to like more so what you were saying, but I feel like it's just insane how when you start to read and educate yourself, you say that that's the definition of nature and it's your genetics. And we go outside and we say, oh, this is nature. But we treat nature like this. We pollute, we do all of these things and this is nature and this is us. It just goes mm-hmm. to show you how connected we are with nature. Like this Absolutely. is us, this, was, this is what makes us, especially if it's a substance of saying in your genetics, you're made of yes. genetics, DNA. It's the collective world, including the plants, animal, landscape, and other features products on the earth. Opposed everything. To, yes, it's everything. It's literally everything. So, oof. nature versus nurture. Nurture. Tongue tied. Um, that actually goes back to the topic. And actually, that's why we put it on one of them, because they kind of, that kind of like, intrigued my brain when I was thinking about the whole process and I was just like what is the difference between nurturing someone and what's naturally in the nature of someone's reality that's what I was thinking and so when we speak about Mm, give me an example with that so I could follow you yes so when we think about the quote-unquote reality of the and this is a U.S. experience of what it's like when our young boys and our young girls go into society, right? And that's, to me, I'm like, okay, so that's nature. But then when you look at the definition of it, it's not. It's actually nurture, right? Mm. The nature of it is those characteristics that a child has from the beginning based on their DNA, and then mm. we nurture those characteristics based on their reality. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Because the nurture is the outside essence of whatever is going on in the world right. based on situationship. Um, and so, but like you said, when unless you're looking at the actual, which is why I read the definition, because for me, before I looked at, the definition I'm like okay so we're really like we always hear you have to be careful how you nurture your child or Mm -hmm. how you nurture people Mm -hmm. and it's like we we really do because it's it's adding to the nature of that child how we nurture Mm -hmm. them I know it's a little Mm -hmm. conflicting the words are so close together but But it's it we hitting back on that what epigenetics yes we are we hitting back on the epigenetics we and y'all see how the conversation builds we we touching back on the epigenetics when you after your re-explanation of it it's like one there's not one without the other that's just they go hand in hand so to put it in the aspect of versus one another we understand the definition clearly now and i think that's Mm -hmm. definitely something to just take back like whoa um, that's powerful in what you said, but we're touching back on the epigenetics and um, yeah. A quick that, second back for, for you guys who haven't understood what epigenetics is, very simply, it's the study of um, the gene expression. And so yes. that will fall under the nature exactly. aspect for DNA. Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm which touches base back on what I was just saying earlier about 
how we are nature. When you first hear it, it's like, oh, this is nature. No, this is you. This is you. Yes. This is you. <laughs> I think if, if we looked at it like a, this is you, would you treat it better? Like I told the other day I was smoking and I was like, I was smoking and I was happy. I was excited because I was like, oh, my mind. I'm working on my mind. I'm working on my mind. I'm gaining control of my mind. And for mm-hmm. some people, with me saying that, Asset, you probably like, oh, what the fuck? You don't have control over your mind. A lot of y'all motherfuckers don't have control over your mind. Mm-hmm. Amen to that. You, you don't, you don't. We've been living so much in a conscious self that you haven't even tapped into the subconscious. So I just want to put that out there. I was um, smoking and I was like, oh, okay. I put the, the rocha and I was going to throw it into the earth. I took my shit back and I was like, mm, let me put this to the side because I'm starting to think of the earth as myself. Mm-hmm. I need the mm-hmm. earth, the earth. And we are in sequence with nature because what? We need the oxygen, the oxygen, the, the things that the trees. And it's like you said, whether that cycle goes from the live, the lives, whether that goes from the livestock or it goes to the soil, or it goes to the plants. It is all in unison. So yeah, mm-hmm. I had I've, I've been working on it, and I was like, ooh, I don't want to pollute on her. That's what I I just be like, oh, I don't want to pollute on her. And you know, in my morning gratitude, I start to say that I'm starting to say that. Thank you, Earth, for allowing me to live on you. Mm-hmm. Now that's a real thing, and I'm with you on the heart aspect of it, because um, it just takes a woman to just take care of all of this <laughs> period but no that's some real shit that is some real ass shit what you said like for me where I'm going with my study I believe that I believe consciousness itself because that's what it comes down to consciousness mm-hmm. source God Allah whatever you want to call it whatever that means to you the higher being is a woman it is a feminine energy god is a woman what ariana grande was saying amen it's true god is a woman give birth to think about it who gives birth if we are the earth right and the earth can produce and allow us to eat on it and live on it and do all of these things this is a production this is giving birth to things giving life we need the earth in order to give life that's a woman that's a woman it's a woman I mean I'm just saying it's a woman when you think about it and you go yeah. into the process and it's like you know we we just I think at some point in history they change it to more of a masculine type of world but at the end of the day source is a woman you just gotta really think about it break down the steps right I agree um with that and Touche, I love Ari as well. Um, <laughs> I love that song. I, I love her. Boaz <laughs> is a bard. Of course, you're going to love her. What? No, outside of that, I love her. She can sing. She can Ari- Ariana does no wrong She can't on sing. the vocal tip of anything. No, she doesn't. She, she doesn't. Yes, so I, I, I appreciate her music. Um, but yes, so I think that you made a very good point in tying it into the cycle of life. Um, both of them, of course, are in it, like the nature versus the na- uh, nurture. So even if we were speaking about it from like a plant point of view, right? 
So you have the nature, the genetic makeup of whatever that is, whether that's a sunflower, dandelion, rose. That's the nature, the genetic makeup of that individual flower. And mm -hmm. then you have to nurture the environment that that would grow in and how it would create a difference between the look, feel, smell of mm. one versus mm. the other. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That makes a lot. I like that example you gave. That was really good. Yes, yes. the color. I mean, that that comes with the involvement of your basically what you're saying the involvement of your nurture it comes exactly. with the evolve it comes with the involvement of your nurture I like that um because when you think about squirrels you got fine flying squirrels in certain areas and that is due to the nurture not the nature correct <laughs> exactly <laughs> that's a good exactly. one that's yes good and one. so like it's like we you know we're one in the same, but we're all so completely different, different. because of the nurture. Mm. We're already different Woo! to the nature because of our, you know, genetic makeup, but because of the nurture being given to every single person in a different way, in a different environment, that nurture then makes us, it builds on the differences that we already have, right? Mm. So. Um, I saw this thing because y'all know I like to look stuff up. So it was like, if you're having, if nature versus nurture was to have a debate at the Oscars, they would both say, I like, so nature would say, I would like to thank the Academy and my lovely genes that are responsible for my dashing profile, irresistible voice and on screen um, charisma. And, and then- nature? That's nature. Okay. And then you have nurture who says, and I would like to thank my parents for taking me to the cinema as well as my drama teacher, Miss Roscoe, mm. for the academy at the Academy of Fine Arts. So it's mm. like, based on nurture, I want to thank you because I, I look good. I sound good. I am all that you want to see. But mm. let's also thank my parents and my teacher for then putting something to that. So mm. I wasn't just a face mm. so that I had more to me. You know what I mean? Ooh, so and I have so, a question. I don't want to mm -hmm. cut you out about why this is on me. Y'all not on smoke. So while this is on me, do you feel one is more important than the other? No. Or do you feel one comes first before the other? I mean, in the aspect of, I, I mean, so nature comes nature come i mean i think that they're nurture both comes first important. for me nurture comes equally first important nature they, they are they are equally important but if i had an order now that you're saying that what you're saying nurture nurture will come first if it was a way to do it nurture will come first because it goes back to what you said when you said that the nurture is what creates the nature what, what is going on? What is going on in the outside? What you got going on in the outside? So if I am treated a certain type of way, if I'm, you know, provided with a certain something, if I'm balanced mm -hmm. and I'm raised in a balanced household and things of that, then my offspring and the genetic makeup would feel better. It's like, let's say going to an office and you saying somebody you know, who has been encaged, 
you know, a majority of their life. They're going to go through a certain trauma of their DNA and things of that. And it's going to, we know that that alters it. And then it has a probability of your offspring being what? Aggressive. So I would say nature will come into play because it makes up, it nurture, I'm sorry, nurture will come first and then nature because in a reproduction wise, nurturing is going to be essential. I understand that. So in a reproductive realm, you're saying that how I feel, what I put into me, everything that I nurture that is in my being will Mm -hmm. then through nature be passed down to my seed. It's epigenetics. It's epigenetics. Exactly. Exactly what it is. It's epigenetics. That's exactly what it is. It's epigenetics. So yes, nurturing will be essential. It's like what they say about cow, kosher meat. It's treated a certain way, so it tastes better. Yes, but to answer your question, I I think that they're equally valuable, right? And it would be I un, I understand why you would pick nurture, but the nature of my genetic makeup outside of my emotional standpoint, which it's hard for me to say knowing what I know, so I can't even say that. For me, it's equal. Because if I was to come back one or the other, I could easily at the same time be blocking myself because I know how the other would combat that. So for me to answer your question, they are equally just as important and they are both the most important. Like I cannot stress that enough because I know that that genetic makeup is DNA is real deal. It travels and continues to travel as we all know. And you will see one person and be like, oh my God, this is just like your dad or just like Mm -hmm. your mother. It is a real thing. Like it doesn't even, you may not even be exposed to the other person that has your genetic makeup and you guys Mm. still have some of the stimulating. Similarly, I mean, that's the nose, that's the eyes, that's the ears, it's the that's conversation, the it's the body it's the, language, it's the behavior, it's yes. the karmic lessons. Sometimes the children yes. live the father of the, uh, I mean, the sins of the father. Amen. The Hallelujah. children, and, and that goes back to what we always say, it's important to know who the hell you're going to reproduce with. So while all y'all out there bumping in the middle of nature trying to nurture (laughs) (laughs) you need to be real careful real fucking careful real fucking careful because that that is a that shit is a real thing it is a real fucking thing to the point where it cycles again it's epigenetics it's epigenetics that's all it is it's epigenetics even just when I was thinking about the nature and nurture, like I thought about it, like I like to just jot it down when I'm thinking about something. I'm like, oh, we need to talk about that or whatever. And as we were talking about it, we both like epigenetics. Mm-hmm. So that's crazy because it's a lot of things that, like, you know, we definitely want to introduce into the conversation. We're like building so that we could like go there with y'all mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and ourselves as well to be able to expand those conversations. So I do like the way we were able to tie that in because that is exactly what it is mm-hmm. and knowing the difference. So thinking of this and then thinking about um, 
the video that I've seen with Chad from I Am Athlete, et cetera. And we're mm -hmm. talking about those experiences, right? So the children are already genetically, you know, who they are because that's mm -hmm. already done their thing. And so mm -hmm. now it goes into the nurturing of a child, right? Mm -hmm. um, the nurturing of a child and then their environments and then how that then in the cycle goes to the their offsprings, right? Mm -hmm. This is why I say um, it's important that, and you made a great point, our people, our generation, this time, we have been experiencing a level of consciousness that we have been long ago taken from, because it's not that we never had it, it's mm. that we lost sight of it. So mm. I feel as though, you know, you're correct, our, we're, re we're reaching those altitudes again. And with that, um, I feel, like you said, our children, 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 they're going to be so much aware and, you know, so much it's going to be a, a it's just a beautiful thing, the heights that some of our people don't know we have the ability to reach and we will and beyond possibly anything that our people even did back then when they were tapped into it because of the technology that we have to be tapped into things that mm -hmm. to gain the the knowledge of things and so yeah I think that that was um I like that I didn't expect the conversation to go that 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 way when we say eugenics I mean it's it epigenetics eugenics it's all and, and you get to and then you get to see what the oppressor you're you're having pivotal mm -hmm. epiphanies because you get in the seat oh these motherfuckers done twisted this shit all the way the fuck up I'm trying these to tell motherfuckers you. thought a hundred steps ahead of the motherfucking game oh so we gonna free y'all okay well this is what we're gonna do instead y'all motherfuckers is not it's gonna be difficult for y'all but that's what that's that's what negative energy does right mm. they you feel as though you've gotten so far ahead of the game on a situation but you got to realize like the power the power of positive energy in the, mm. in, the in the higher being but listen okay, they took that happening and but africa, once we, we jump back in africa we was aware of that they took us so far away from that the they took us so far away from that because listen we taught them correct let's be clear anything that they know is due to us correct that's just yeah. it and they my memory so is losing me right now and i really hate that but we watched a um documentary out of and the after the darkness it's on youtube out of, out of the darkness on amazon prime out of the darkness oh, yeah. must you. Watch. did i say youtube prime <laughs> yes <laughs> you said into the darkness <laughs> Because you know what? I'm thinking about so much at one time, y'all. But best friend, what is what what is the name of like our people that taught them all of this? Like the taught us the Moors. The Moors. The Moors. Thank you. So they go over the education with the Moors and how they traveled the world in these different places and provided people with all of this knowledge and things and how um how the moors didn't even not to even cut you off but you know i get yeah. hype 
you know, I can get yes. hyped. Go ahead. When the Moors, when the Moors didn't even have GPSs, they were so in sync with the motherfucking stars. They ass was traveling on ships just by watching the damn stars. Telling Correct. navigating ain't no GPS. We don't need no GPS. I can look into the sky and know which direction I'm supposed to be going. Yeah, geometry and all of these things came from our people. Then being the people that we are still today, you know, whenever other ethnicities and cultures want to come in and learn we like yeah let me teach you how to do this let me teach you how to do that we don't keep things to ourselves for whatever whatever reason I don't may not just be part of our purpose but so we did that then and we started teaching all of these different people and then these people were learning from us and then watching us as they mm. do now right mm. as and they so do what now happened, Yes. And so what happened with them watching us, they would see from the documentary standpoint, they would see us, quote unquote, fight for position of power, but not understand why we were doing that. Right. So we had people like whoever was the most knowledgeable, if you they were the head if you felt as though you had gotten to a place of higher understanding then you would kind of go against that person kind of like fight for your position how they do Mm -hmm. in the animal kingdom right Mm -hmm. and it's like whoever is the strongest the most knowledgeable that's who leads the pack and it wasn't any you know like I don't like you and I don't want the best for you it was just the reasoning was for the people so that we could be higher entities but mm-hmm. then we had the other people looking at us and they thought it was for power they didn't mm-hmm. understand the true power was to because teach the they people. wasn't they wasn't living but you got to think about it they wasn't living in balance all of Europe was about conquer it was always right. about conquer you know what I'm saying? Like, we conquering here. This is what we doing. They was living in the cold and the wilderness ain't had no cold. So like Dr. Africa says, that's also something you can look into on YouTube. Just look up Dr. Africa. He gives lectures. And as he explains it, they're nurturing. Correct. Cause their nature to be a certain way and develop them with certain deficiencies that, you know, is different than us. Um, mm-hmm. Us know who we talking about. Correct. Um, yes. So, um, a, a, so again, it, it just was. It's 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 go ahead, Western, because that. Yeah. Yes. So to to conclude what I was saying, so within that, them looking in, they started to you know distract us, separate us, harm us, put all of these things into us that got us further from our truth that we had Im- embedded into them, you know, created all of this confusion, distraction, negative energy. And mm-hmm. then they tried to take the role in how we used to do things, not understanding why they just wanted the power. They never mm-hmm. necessarily wanted to take that and then put it into the people they took it and put it into their people and then make made us dependent on them in that way and Mm -hmm. so I think that you know it's so important to know your history so that you don't create those same mistakes because exactly what they did put us in a cycle of exactly what we are experiencing now you understand it goes back to what I always say it looks different it is the same exact thing and I think that you know, again, it may just not be part of our mission to keep things to ourselves, because even now you see our people like we want to teach everybody that wants to know how we do this, what, you know, whether that's 
fashion, culture, like whatever. We teach everything. We don't keep things to ourselves here in America, at least. That's the experience here. We just mm -hmm. give, give, give. And then once we give them everything to use the tools, we then take our monies and our goods and our, our bodies. And then we pay them for recreating what we've already done. And that's in every, and what we've taught them. And that's in every aspect. Every aspect, every aspect that you think about, it's in every aspect. I mean, in, in their and in their ways, um, too. As far as with the hair industry, I mean, we wanted to look like them. That's one thing that did happen that we decided that we wanted to do. So we started yeah. strengthening our hair because we wanted to look like them. I mean, that's the because we didn't find value. We didn't find we didn't, value. We in didn't our find hair. value in our in our certain courses of hair so um right. i mean if you think about it just on a deeper level that's why the weave industry is so significant yeah you were right about that i mean well i'm part of the lock family now i can't <laughs> say <laughs> i can't say that i will never use it because i will and that's just real tea um but yes i do i agree with you on that um we just, you know, we didn't find value for a lot of reasons. And I'm not mm -hmm. saying it was, it's wrong. It's what we were conditioned to do. So we're not. Shout like out to all my natural sisters. Mm -hmm. Period. Easy girls. It's not. It's not. It's an effort, but it's okay. Cause it's ours. And it's Let free. <laughs> Amen. And it does save time because I've just been going about my business. But what I will say, I have experienced since I've been wearing my hair naturally, everybody touches my hair. No, nobody touches my hair. It's everybody touches my hair. And I just be sitting there feeling like a little pet rabbit or something like, I don't want to be rude, but why are you touching my hair? Everybody's like, oh, I like your hair. And they No, you better stop them from doing that. They putting their energy in that shit. I don't, don't touch, change the energy around your hair. People don't need to be touching your hair. No, change the energy. Like, uh, Daddy did that yesterday. He was rubbing my hair. Hmm? I said, homeboy said that to me yesterday. Oh, I just want to touch it, but... I know I shouldn't. I said, yeah, no, don't do that. <laughs> Listen, daddy did that to me for like five minutes. He was petting my hair. I was standing up talking to somebody. He was just rubbing it. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> but he's not the first person. People do it often. So I was going to ask you if that's like a thing. Because I always, I know like a loose natural, when you do different styles, people are like, oh, your hair is so pretty when you do braids or whatever. And it's like, oh, okay. You know, sometimes people know, like, let me not touch your hair. But since I've been natural, that's been happening a lot more often. Your hair is actually very nice. I think it looks really, really good. Ma says she had likes your hair. I think your hair looks really good. Um, you. But you need to change the energy around your hair. Yes. Okay. I'll put some energy into that. Yeah. Like I don't want my hair is unfuckable. Don't touch it. <laughs> don't let me tell you something. Don't do my niece. Do not play that. Malia. She doesn't play that. I was touching her hair yesterday. She's like, TT, stop. And I was like, stop what? Touching my hair. It's my hair. I said, I know, but it's so pretty. She said, thank you. Don't touch my hair. And yes. I, and I said, okay, niece, I respect your space. Exactly. Make some energy around it. She got that early. <laughs> Don't touch my fucking hair. What the fuck? <laughs> Don't touch my hair. Look at it. 
just look at it. People be saying that your hair is so fine. Don't touch my hair. You can look at it. It looks, just look at it. I don't have that. Yeah. So she told me off top, ma'am, stop. Thank you. Yes, ma'am. Whatever you want, niece. Your hair is probably, what's happening is your hair probably like, your hair is living. That's just what I feel. So your hair probably like, oh my God, we're outside. (laughs) (laughs) We get to see outside. What is this? It's eluding people to come touch you. Come touch me, please. Oh, it probably is because everybody's like i'm so used to you having your hair up or something done to it and yeah. you're just wearing your hair out you just wearing your hair i'm like yeah so you're just wearing it out yeah, yeah. Okay. that's what i'm saying the, yeah he was talking like oh my gosh is this what the outside air is like <laughs> i'm too weak i know y'all i know I know some of y'all is the same way. Y'all just always have something done up to your hair because I don't know. In the past, I haven't been able to, like, in the past, I haven't been able to manage my hair, like, style my hair, and it makes sense. Like, I will spend all day trying to mow my hair for my ponytail to be lit. I'm outside in humidity for six minutes, and it looked like I've had the same ponytail in for 12 days. Like, Mm. It's a mess, like, so, let me not say it's a mess. I've been working on, like, how I speak about my hair. So, yeah, but it's it's a journey, but I like it. It's freeing, like, I just be going about my day. I think it's good for you. I think it's something, my hair for me, and this is for all the lot people, my hair for me is just, I get to see the journey through my hair. And so, because I'm heavily on a journey of just search of self and consciousness, I get to look at different phases in my life and it, it's kind of like my own recording if that yeah. makes sense so um you know that's what that's what that does for me it does well I know we you know kind of just smoothed out to something else but we appreciate you guys for listening in um to hey best friend we're so excited um for you guys to see some of the things that we'll be doing for season two because it will be coming up shortly so be prepared um to see us in the flesh um, and we have some interesting surprises um, for you guys. And so we're excited. Excited. So really quickly, um, let's give our take backs quickly. Yes. Um, you can go first. Um, I think first take back, do some homework. Look at these things that we've said, we talked about, and that goes for us too. Um, just re- re-watching or rereading some things about epigenetics and eugenics these are things that you should be looking into because it is a real thing as we just discussed um and then two for me again treating the earth treating her um in the way that she would would like to be treated how you would treat yourself for those who love themselves if you love yourself love the earth and if you don't try starting to love yourself so that you could be a better component of the earth I love that. I love that. Um, I would definitely agree. Just, you know, if you can, whenever, jot it down. So it's something that whenever you have some free time and you want to gain some learning and understanding, you can look into these things. Follow up with us and let us know 
if you guys have questions, if you have, you know, something you want to talk about, we would love to interact with you guys and, you know, go through these things um, so that we can get understanding and help provide you guys with that. I would say for me, my take back um, is being con continuously being conscious of what I put out to people so that I am being the change that I want to see. So mm, that I beautiful. am... Yes, so that I am, you know, being a positive contributor to whatever it is that I'm speaking about. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. that's definitely my take back. Yes. Okay. So as always, until next time. Until next time. <laughs>